that's where things get wonky because you're not running the system anymore. You're running a more more of an emotional system of, I mean, I'm making a thousand dollars more a month. I'm gonna go buy something that cost me six hundred dollars a month. It's like, well, no, because that's not how the system worked before. Now there's a kink in that system. Money is a is a tool to get you to where you want to go. It's like gas in the tank for your car. You you can use it to better your lifestyle and to better your future and to better your family's future. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Paul Mary, And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,299, Why Some People Think You're Too Much. Today, for episode number 1,300, one thing people get confused about when it comes to money. <laughs> Reading is hard sometimes. It's hard <laughs> to read these titles. So at the beginning of these, before we do these, Alan always says, what's your story? And I was like, I don't really know. I, I don't know if I have a really good story for this, but I had a breakthrough. I had an understanding upon reading a book that you suggest. I actually didn't tell you this, but Alan suggested a book. And in the book, it said something along the lines of getting the result doesn't matter nearly as much as understanding how you got the result. And I was like, wow, that's really powerful. That's like a really, really powerful quote. And then I started thinking to myself how lately Alan and I have more money available than we ever have, but I am actually way more stingy when it comes to spending money. I'm like literally guilty when I get a coffee now. Now, there's a fine line to that and you want to treat yourself and all that, but I think the guilt is a good thing. So we're making more money than we ever have, but we're also way harder on ourselves when it comes to spending that money. And I had this interesting moment where at the beginning of this journey, my thought process was, well, when we make a lot more money, it'll be way easier to spend more money because we're going to have way more money to spend. And here's the, the thought process behind this. You've probably heard this before, and this can be a kind of a harsh analogy, but if you took all the money in the world and you split it up amongst all human beings within 5, 10, 15, 20 years most of the money would probably end up back into the hands of who had it in the beginning. And the reason behind that is, those are just the people who understand the system. So this is my, my takeaway for this episode. The one thing people get confused about when it comes to money, when you develop a habit, when you develop a system, when you start to have the deeper understanding of money, you're actually more hesitant towards spending it. And this is the interesting thing. We see a lot of people out there that, I watched a video recently on some rapper, I don't remember who it was, but this rapper got famous and spent all of their money and they went bankrupt. They have no idea how they made the money. They didn't create the system to make the money. Therefore, they don't have the system to maintain the money. Therefore, they don't have the system to make that money make more money for them. So that's really the thought process in this episode where it's almost like you develop a system to help you make and save more money. 
by the time you have the money that you once wanted, the system stays the same and you don't want to spend the money in the same way you did before. That really is kind of the thought process. I never would have thought that though. In the very beginning, I would assume, yeah, I mean, when you, you know, say you make a million dollars a year, you can spay, you could spend way more money. The problem is you've been running the system for so long that it's not the same. You understand the downside of doing that. So that's the goal in this episode. I want to try to explain this in a way I never have before. And it can be really difficult to, to do this. Okay. Warren Buffett has a quote. He says, find your snowball and roll it down a really long hill. When it comes to money, it's almost like the money you spend is, is like taking a chunk off the snowball every now and then to go enjoy your life. But you can't take the chunk out at the expense of the momentum of the snowball. So this is the analogy. We've all been little kids making snowmen. And at the beginning, it's this little tiny snowball, snowmen or women. And you start rolling it in the snow and all of a sudden it starts to get bigger, starts to get bigger, starts to get bigger. Eventually it's this huge thing that's like bigger than you. I remember me as a kid, it's like bigger than I am. I'm trying to push this thing for the bottom of the snow, snowman. And it, it compounds. And so now imagine that same thing, but every now and then I'm taking snow off of it to like, because the, the people that I'm making snowmen or snowwomen with are thirsty and you like want to eat some of the snow. It's kind of like, that money, the system is how you're accumulating snow. The lifestyle you want is taking some snow off periodically, but not at the expense of the snowman, if that makes sense. I, and it's very hard to explain that, but I'm going to try to do it with one more analogy. If I, this is the analogy. Okay. Let's say Kevin and I, hypothetical world, and we're like, hey, this year we want to collect, I don't know. 200 apples, okay? You and I are going to go apple picking for the entire spring season or whatever. When, when is apple picking? Is it fall? fall. Uh, yeah, probably. I think fall, probably yeah. fall. Okay. I don't know anything about apples, but here's my point. We're going to go apple picking and we're going to pick 300 apples per week. And we're going to take some of those apples and eat them. We're going to take some of those apples and give them to our family. And then we're also going to accumulate a bunch of apples and we're going to celebrate at the end of the season and we're going to have a huge party and we're going to give the apples all away. That's system one. That's kind of the way a lot of people do things with money. And then there's no apples. This is the way the, the wealthy, for lack of better phrasing, wealth creation system is. Instead of, instead of what I just said about Kevin and I with the apples, this is what you do. Let's go pick apples, 300, 300 a week. We're each going to eat five. We're going to give 25 to our family, our families. Then the rest of them, we're going to plant in the ground to make more apple trees next year. And then you create an apple orchard and then you sell applesauce and apple pies. And that's the only difference. The only difference is that the wealthier people who understand money, first of all, they're not better people. You need to get that clear. They're not better people. They're better with money. That's it. Now you have an apple orchard. Now you can pick now the five for our family. Now we each can take 15 for ourselves and then 55 for our family. And then we can actually go create a charity where we give apples to the world too because the apple orchard is running so well. And then we can also do a little Halloween spooky world if we want to because now we have an orchard. Now we have land. Now we can farm the land in the off season, right? See, Farmer that's Jeff. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's how wealth is created. And eventually you own the land, you know, you borrowed the capital to build the orchard. It's it it gets pretty complex down the rabbit hole here. But the simplest form of it is if you eat all the apples, you can't plant trees for your future. And I think that's what people do. They make money and then they spend all that money mm. instead of spend some of it on coffee or Netflix or whatever. you got to live. Don't spend all of it. Invest some of it in your personal development. Invest some of it in your future. Invest some of it in better food, better books, better training programs, group coaching, whatever it is. Invest some of it in the stock market. And again, that's when you can learn a little bit more about investing in general. But it's not the amount of apples. It's the system that matters. And if Kevin and I even start with two apples and then we make four apples and then eight apples and then 16 apples and then 32, it can compound and snowball really, really quickly. And so I think that's kind of what you're saying is mm. you're more stingy with money now. And I wanted to connect this dot as well. When you were in the best shape of your life, Kev, that was when you were the most concerned with what you were eating. Mm-hmm. And the philosophical question is why would someone who's so in shape worry so much about every calorie well the reason you were worried is why you're in shape and the same goes for money it's the people who are the most meticulous with how they use their money how they deploy their money that ends up end up with the most money and so yeah we're we're more meticulous now than we ever have been i've always been pretty meticulous but i think that you now understand money so of course you're going to be more careful with it So group coaching was definitely an experience for me. Getting to know the people was was really, really cool. Everybody's kind of moving towards the same goal. And I definitely started to see the value in what Kevin and Alan were presenting to us. PPT for me was something that was really huge. I was looking for a system to help me kind of keep track of of the things that I had to do every day to make sure that I was productive. I feel like I got so much value out of it and I am so grateful that I took the leap and I decided to join. I It would never really made sense to me. We would have clients or potential clients who are like multi, multi, multi-millionaires. And I, I, just as an example, I don't know. We had a client a while ago, probably had a net worth of like 30, 40, 50 million dollars. Somebody was like very, very, very successful. And I remember we were talking about something and he's like, can you not, any way you can knock 50 bucks off that a month? And I remember thinking, I was like, 50 bucks a month? Like, what do you, you don't need that. <laughs> but that's how that person made that money. They didn't make that money by just saying, yeah, I'll pay an extra 50 bucks. So right. that's the interesting thing. When you were talking, I this was my thought. Again, analogies, I don't know. So whatever it is, analogy, simile, metaphor, whatever. As long as you don't know, use snow or apples, we're good. It's going to be a pool. I've been okay, using a perfect. lot about pools. Imagine you have a hose in a pool. Mm-hmm. Every day, 24 hours, it pours a gallon into there. Mm-hmm. If you have a crack in the pool that releases a gallon every day, you're never going to fill it, ever. No matter how long you do it, you will never fill that pool. Mm-hmm. But if you have three gallons a day and it only leaks out one gallon, you're netting two gallons a day. Boop, boop, mm-hmm. boop, 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 boop. And you'll net two gallons And eventually forever. it's summer fun barbecue pool day. Yeah, it's overflowing. It's overflowing. And then guess what? You can take out 100 gallons if you want. If you want. But then you got to remember, you gotta be if saying, the flow stops, Alan, you're in I knew trouble. Alan was going to go. I saw it. <laughs> right. like, oh. But so that's kind of, that's the, the thought process. Here, last thing I'll say, and I know this isn't a good example, Alan, so... Don't call me out on it because I know I use this in the past. But when I used to 
Say I remember working a job in New Jersey. This is back when I was working at the job that I hated. I didn't hate it at this point. I actually kind of enjoyed it. But I remember I we used to get this binder that would say, like, this is where you're working. This is what you'll be doing. This is the hotel you'll be staying at. And this is the rate you'll be you'll be getting paid. Because we everywhere we worked, different states pay differently. And I remember we were working in some place in New Jersey. And it was, I saw it, it was $120 an hour. And I was like, oh my God. That was the most I'd ever been paid. $120 an hour. Jesus. Wow. Goodness. So think of it this way. If I said, well, I'm going to be making $120 an hour. I am going to spend 10% of that. Okay? I'm going to spend $12 every day. Hi- again, hypothetically, the numbers aren't going to make sense. 12 times 8. No, no. Every- oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So 12, 24, 36, 48, 60, 72, 84, 96. $960. I'm making $960 a day. I'm going to spend $120 of that. Yep. Okay? Or $96 so- of that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yep. Stop jeffing my damn story. <laughs> Sorry, man. So just 10%. 10%. Yeah. Now, say I double that. Say I'm making $240 an hour, or however much that comes out to, and I spend 10% of that. That's The numbers are the same. Mm-hmm. The system is the same. So I'm still going to mm-hmm. be making a lot of money even though I'm spending way more money. That's just mm-hmm. kind of the... Now, if I said, well, I'm making... Now I'm making 250 bucks an hour. I'm going to spend... I'm, I used to make 120 now I'm making two fifty. I'm gonna spend, you know, two hundred dollars an hour. I'm still making way more than I used to. That's where things get get wonky, and that's why if you get a job that you you start making more money and you go buy a new car, that's where things get wonky because you're not running the system anymore. Mm-hmm. You're running a more more of an emotional system of, I mean, I'm making a thousand dollars more a month. I'm gonna go buy something that cost me six hundred dollars a month. It's like, well, no, because that's not how the system worked before. Now there's a kink in that system. So in the pool analogy, oh my God, let's say there's a hose in the pool and it is doing three gallons an hour and it's losing a gallon per hour. So that's netting two gallons. Mm. Okay. Eventually that pool is full and you can have your friends over for a summer barbecue and everyone can enjoy it. And again, that's why we create wealth so that you can enjoy it for sure. Here's the problem. What happens when the hose now is only doing a half gallon an hour? Now you're actually losing a half gallon every hour. Your pool, eventually you can't have a pool party. Mm. That's what happens is I had one client who made $25,000 a month. Okay. But she also had her family had like three cars. They had two houses. They spent like 23,000 a month. It's not a good idea to do that. Particularly now, don't get me wrong because there's, there's, Technically, they own the vehicles eventually, and then they can sell them. Unfortunately, when things started to, when the hose started to do only a half gallon, mm-hmm. now they had to sell their cars. They had to sell one of their houses. They, their husband had to go get a job again. So what happens is you need to live below your means and then invest the difference. And that's really the idea here. So to make all of this land, goal one is earn more. Find ways to earn more, unique ways to earn more. Goal two is try your best to spend less. And then three is invest the difference. Excuse me, invest the difference. I just burped. Invest the difference in group coaching. Invest the difference in good books. Invest the difference in maybe the stock market. You know, you can buy some technology stocks. Maybe invest the difference in a, in find someone you trust who's an investor. Someone who you trust. Someone who you know has your best interest at heart. 
There's a lot of opportunities. Capital, Jim Rohn says this. He says, any kid can buy soap for a dollar and sell it for three. Right? Anyone can do that. That's what a lot of these Amazon dropshipping companies are doing. They're literally buying a little journal for you know $5.12 and they're selling it for $15.25. It's called dropshipping. And the point is, is there's ways to there's ways to do this. You just have to start small and you gotta get back to the basics, just like the lemonade stand. You know, how much did it cost for the lemons? How much did it cost for the water? You know, how much did it cost for your time to sit out there in the hot sun selling lemonade? We all knew this as kids. We just overcomplicated it. Now it's, what can you do with a dollar? What can you do with turning that dollar into $2 and then that into $4 and that into $8? And so that's what we're, that's what business really is. I want everyone to be aware of this just in the, in a, the quickest possible form. We'll use NLU as an example. We add value to our listeners. Our listeners who want more value buy our products and services. We reinvest the profit from those products and services back into growing the company, bettering ourselves, team, equipment, you name it. Why? So we can go help even more people. It's an altruistic money machine. It's, it's, supposed, to, it's supposed to grow like the snowball. And the snowball is impact if it's positive impact. And so, you know, AirPods for, from Apple are 150 bucks, I think. I don't know. 150, 250, 250? I think they're 250 They were when I bought them. Is it worth the $250? Yes, definitely. But how long did it take them to innovate, 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 reinvest, reinvest, reinvest to get to the point where they have wireless headphones that are this good? And that's really the analogy here is... You know, just start thinking this way, start identifying what you're doing. Money is a, is a tool to get you to where you want to go. It's like gas in the tank for your car. You, you can use it to better your lifestyle and to better your future and to better your family's future. You can use it to become educated. You can use it to buy nice things, but are you deploying it in an effective, sustainable, long-term way, or are you just kind of winging it? And if you need help in this arena, please reach out. Last thing I'll say, because it connects nicely Going back to, again, I don't know what the exact quote was, but understanding how you got the result is as important as getting the result. That's kind of the, that's my representation of the quote. It used to really, I don't want to say bother me, it used to frustrate me when, and I won't name any names, but there was a lot of companies that had these like super healthy quote unquote shakes that would help you lose weight and all this happy jazz. You you know, there's there's a million of them. The thing that used to really frustrate me is the fact that People would consume those and nothing against that, but they didn't understand why they were losing weight. They didn't know what the system was, so they couldn't actually replicate it on their own. And then they needed that. The only the, the system was, well, you're replacing a 500 calorie meal with a 100 calorie meal. Oh, cool. You're going to lose weight if you don't change anything else. So just that understanding of if you don't have a system really doesn't matter what happens. If you don't have a system and somebody gives you 500 apples, those apples are going to die of it or they're going to be used or you're going to give them away or you're going to spend them, whatever it is, eventually because the system did not allow you to create the apples in the first place. Exactly. That's the last thing also. Which is why lottery winners a lot of times end up broke again because they didn't know, statistically speaking, because they didn't know how to create the wealth in the first place. So learning how to create wealth is much more important than wealth. If you focus on learning how to create wealth, you'll end up wealthy. It's just, it's just, you got to master it and you got to remaster it. And 
um, if anyone needs help again, just reach out. We've, we've definitely learned a lot in this arena. Kev, you've definitely come like leagues. I mean, MVP in terms of financial acumen. Definitely. When I first met you to now, it's, (laughs) it's, it's night and day. Um, even to the point where I think you're more frivolous than I am now, which is good. Uh, I don't know about that, but yeah, reach out to us. We are happy to help. Next level nation. I was talking to an amazing community member the other day. And this person said, I just, I'm lacking that quality relationship. I'm lacking growth minded people. I don't, I don't know where to find those people. And I said, honestly, I obviously I'm going to promote this, but I really think it's the best place in the world. I said, join next level nation. There's a Facebook group with a bunch of people in there that are probably looking for the same thing as you. Maybe they're intimidated or maybe they're afraid to introduce themselves, but I know it's a safe place to do that. So as an opportunity to get outside of your comfort zone, that's a great place to start. Join our private Facebook group, Next Level Nation. Link will be in the show notes. I want to share this. So we had a group coaching member of ours who has already graduated. Uh, this is shout out to Gwen. Use only first names here. And she, shout po- out to Gwen. she posted this publicly, by the way. So I want people to know that. So this is a public post that she shared. So I posted congratulations to group nine and she shared it. And this was what she shared publicly. I learned so much from these guys and their group. So much so that I did this group coaching twice. Five years ago, I had no habits, no routines, no direction. I was depressed, feeling hopeless and couldn't focus slash concentrate. But Now, I have a morning routine, I eat healthier, I drink more water, I move more, I do a grateful journal, I do journaling, I'm back to reading, which I love, and I seriously get way more done in a day than ever before, and I feel so much better and way happier and healthier. Thank you so much, Alan Lazarus, Kevin Palmieri, Amy L., and Jesse, and Amy D. Uh, This was posted publicly, and I screenshotted it because it meant so much to us, so If you have considered doing group coaching, what I can promise you is this. You're going to leave that program better than you went in. And if for whatever reason that wasn't the case, uh, you can reach out to Kevin and myself and we will give you your money back. Okay, so reach out to us. We have a promo code for listeners only of this show, Group 10. We've graduated 90 people at this point. And, And hearing Gwen's story, there's a lot of other stories like that. You've heard the testimonials come through. So reach out. Group 10 is closing in two days. So you're listening to this on Saturday. It's closing Monday at midnight. We might have a couple spots left still. So reach out. We have a promo code. DM Kevin or myself. Alan at nextleveluniverse.com. Kevin at nextleveluniverse.com. Email, DM, whatever. Reach out as soon as possible and lock your spot. Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 1301. We start the trek up another 100, well, 99 after this. Looking like you're losing isn't always a bad thing. I had a very humbling moment at physical therapy recently where I told Alan, but I don't think I talked about it on the podcast, so we will talk about that. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans, we have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Do you, Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.